2: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: The Last of Us, Episode 1, When You're Lost in the Darkness, is over. Well, we're just getting started here on Post Show Recaps, or really, we've been started. Uh, We're catching up here on Post Show Recaps. Um, And that's sort of the name of the game here on the First Playthrough Podcast. I am Brooklyn Zed here with my co-host Jess Sterling, where we are uh, playing the game for the first time that's been out for 10 years. Jess, how are you doing?
0: I'm super excited to get into this. I feel like this has been mega hyped here on Post Show Recaps and kind of everywhere, um and so avoiding spoilers is the name of the game probably for the both of us and uh i'm having a great time i play during the light time so i don't get scared (laughs) and so far so good
1: (laughs) yeah i would say this first uh chapter as it were uh was was not so much scary as just grim really really grim
0: yeah yeah I think it's funny um we talked a little bit in the kickoff podcast about our knowledge of the game going in and kind of what we knew previously I will say this chunk that we played for the podcast today was pretty much exactly what I knew and had already played so um it was a lot more than 10 minutes I thought
1: uh, in my (laughs)
0: head it was 10 minutes And then apparently it was much more than 10 minutes. But I will say, like, uh, I liked not knowing a little bit because to to give a little bit of behind the scenes here, I watched the episode first and then played uh, the game, although to be fair, I had already played this part. Um, Whereas you did the opposite. You played the game and then you watched the episode. So out of curiosity, uh, did you expect that knowing that the show was going to be about um, a man and a young girl, adult man and a young girl, were you surprised when Sarah got, got killed off so quickly
1: uh, yeah, I asked right at the start. I was like, "Okay, is this Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey?" And no one in the Twitch chat answered me. And I was like, yeah. "Oh boy,
0: <laughs> uh oh, this, this yeah. might not go well." <laughs> in fact, I I thought it was because I didn't know. Again, playing the game for the first time, I didn't know the names of the the characters. I only knew what you knew, like the that Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. And I thought that the girl was. Bella Ramsey and the guy was gonna die so then when she died I was like oh (laughs) for the very first time so I'm kind of happy that I did get to play a chunk before we started so that that surprise was there although now I'll just be surprised by the show I suppose and you'll be surprised by the game so that'll be kind of a fun little little twist that we have going on
1: Although I will say playing the game first, there certainly are differences between the game and the show. And we'll talk about that as we go through here. Um, I know that Grace and Taryn are also covering the video game from the context of having played the whole thing. So if you are looking for that perspective, go see them for probably obvious reasons we're not listening to that podcast (laughs) I'm trying to avoid most of the
0: podcasts to be honest because I just I don't know about you I really want a pure experience as as much as humanly possible at least with experiencing things for the first time without knowing like oh this will be important later or uh, watch out for this and that um so I'm I'm, I've am muted, uh, if you were in our patron discord, pusharecaps.com slash patron. I have muted both of the channels for my own sanity so oh, wow. that I'm not going to somehow spoil myself. Um, I'm, I'm going for the purest possible experience that one could have while watching the show simultaneously. Uh-huh.
1: I, for those of you who are listening to this in the Final Fantasy feed, know I have a little more practice at uh playing games that people love that have been around for a long time and yeah. just walking blindly through life Uh, surrounded by a pop culture that I know nothing about. Um, So I'm peeking my head in there. uh, To be fair to everybody in the Discord, folks are really, really good about spoilers and lots and lots of spoiler tags and text. And I mostly don't click on things unless someone specifically tags me to look at it. Um, But I'm excited to talk about it here because I haven't really shared... Uh, my opinions too much beyond the breadcrumb theory did you did you see the breadcrumb theory that's going around people who are listening to all the podcasts have probably now heard this six times you know what i will say
0: i have not heard the breadcrumb three because i am i am sticking Fully my head out. in the sand uh yeah, yeah. what is the, what is the breadcrumb theory
1: uh i hate it Uh, And I made the mistake of mentioning it to my friends at work when they were talking about the show and that it was all they talked about for 20 minutes. And it's the grossest thing in the world to me. Um, My least favorite part of the episode, I think, was that lingering close up shot on neighbor grandma with the, like, tentacles the... coming out of her mouth or whatever. Oh, that, that was like a,
0: nasty. Looks
1: looked like a clump of hair or something to me. And I was and wondering
0: I wanted... if it was hair for a minute.
1: <laughs> I didn't know what was going on, but I did not like it, and we stayed there way too long, and I was very uncomfortable. Um, but the theory is that uh, I believe the fungus, having taken over, has, like, closed her mouth so that she can't eat, which is why you see... Mr. Neighbor trying to like stick biscuit in her mouth, and then you see Mrs. Neighbor trying to get her to eat a cookie, and they oh. can't get her to eat anything and because the only just on other eat is human is flesh. People, yeah. Fascinating. Why is this called the breadcrumb theory? Because uh, it's bread based, the things that they're eating, and then there's uh, oh. there's no pancake mix at uh at pedro pascal's at joel's house yeah um and that maybe he was saved from uh infection because possibly this is transmitted by flour somehow uh but flour doesn't come from fungus listen these are the literal breadcrumbs i have picked up okay left and right well while, while not totally being involved in the conversation
0: yeah, I think that's going to be fun for us to try to track. I think uh, one of the things I'm looking most forward to with this uh, podcast and kind of having our experiences be fairly unspoiled and pure is getting to theorize about this type of stuff. Because obviously the show gives us more background and kind of lead up to the actual pandemic or, you know, um, wh- whatever you want to call it, epidemic, pandemic. Yeah. Um the show gives us a little bit more lead up. I think the, the game feels like, OK, we're we're getting these clues based on like the TV that's left on in the background. Right. And kind of the explosions taking place outside. Um, the show to me was a little more overt in some of those things. Right. When you see like the ambulances speeding by when uh, Sarah is at the watch shop. Um, right. But so but, let's yeah. talk
1: about that a little bit, because uh, the very first major difference is the very start of the episode. Um, and the show, in contrast to the game, I think uh, puts us in very specific places in time. Um, I do not I didn't notice the game saying it's 2003. Yeah. Um, Thanks, game. I appreciate you because the show was like, hey, what if this pandemic was happening in 2023? And I was like, hey, what if it wasn't? We're good. Yeah, we got enough going on in 2023 HBO. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Yeah the thing i
0: noticed immediately right was that um that sarah had a like a a landline in her bedroom in the video mm-hmm. game versus in the in the show it is a bit more modern right because in the game it's 2003 in the show it's 2013 Right. 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 I think that's right. So
1: or no, vice versa.
0: Sorry. Yes. I meant the other way around. Yeah. Because then you have right. You see the cell phone in the in the video game as well. Joel's cell phone. So, yeah, we do start off a little bit differently. I liked getting the the I felt like the show did a good job of letting us get to know who Sarah was so that it hurt that much more when she died. Um, so that part, I thought the show did excellently, not that I didn't care about Sarah in the video game, just that it was kind of nice to see a little bit more of a glimpse into Sarah and Joel's life together and just seeing how self-sufficient Sarah is, right? Like we get the, the thing of her making the eggs and maybe she's not so great at it because there's shells in there, but at least she's, she is the one cooking the breakfast. We're following her to the watch store, um we're seeing her like she is a very self-sufficient teenager um and yeah. I think she's also a little bit older in the in the show than she is in the game at least it, the vibes it feels it like she certainly a little older. felt
1: that way yeah. yeah and I would say also having played the game already first uh I was a little resentful that they were giving us this extra time because I knew now what was coming. Right. And yes. I was like, of course. This is painful. You're just giving us a little more time to get invested in this character that I know now is going to die halfway through the episode. Yeah. Um, and we see this like really endearing relationship between the two of them. Uh, that sort of like single parent, single child relationship that I think you often see where they have like a friendship about them and like they make jokes and she's like yeah there's eggshells it's calcium it's good for you um yeah that i thought was really really sweet and the chemistry between the two of them between pedro pascal and uh tantra newton's daughter nico parker thank you you're welcome uh, she was absolutely excellent i'm really sad we're not gonna get more of her
0: me too um and which is funny because uh if i had if in this situation, if I mean, I knew Bella Ramsey was going to be, um, you know, playing Ellie. So I knew uh, going into the show, if I had if I had watched this completely unspoiled, I would have known Sarah was not going to be long for this world. But it's still I thought they did such a good job at setting up that relationship between the two of them. And I liked that they expanded on the show a bit. I mean, I am not I don't know about you. I uh, in my younger, in my youth, uh, I was much more of like a jerk about like if they adapt like with adaptations of this isn't exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as I've gotten older, it's an adaptation for a reason. They add stuff. They cut stuff because certain things like we'll talk through the, the game portion of running through the buildings and finding things right for like to make shivs to all that. That's not going to yeah. be fun to watch on TV. But I was
1: resentful because, because you had to I do it struggled all? in doing those things in the game. <laughs> and I was like, where's the docs? Where's the thing I had to do three times? You know, <laughs> that's not even in the show at all. Yeah, I just I liked the
0: the added beginning of the show to give us a little bit more context and give us a little bit more of the Sarah and Joel relationship, uh, even knowing that Sarah wasn't going to be around. I also thought they did a good job at introducing us to Tommy, who is a bigger character in the beginning of the show here than we see. Um, So I thought that was really nice to kind of get that breakfast with the three of them, knowing that. Uh, Again, I feel like I know at least that Tommy is important because he is mentioned in when we jump 20 years in the future. uh, He is an important character. He's still around.
1: Yeah, he's still around.
0: Yeah. Although not like physically, right? He's like supposedly in Wyoming or something.
1: Yeah, so I had thought we were in Texas, but then, and maybe that's where we start. We start in Texas. 20 years later, we're in Boston or somewhere near Boston.
0: Yeah, and I was curious. I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't, I'm unspoiled on the game. I don't know if we'll get flashback scenes. I'm very curious how Joel got from Texas to Boston in these 20 years. Like, what got him there, you know?
1: Yeah, that's a, a lot of distance to cover, Fair especially much. living in a an apocalyptic landscape
0: well you know that like gas and vehicles are hard to come by Throughways are probably you know high any high major highway is going to be backed up to the high heavens with vehicles that are i mean we've all seen the walking dead we know so (laughs) um yeah i'm i'm not sure if we'll get any of that information but i'd be very curious to know yeah
1: i'd be curious to see how they would do that in video game format specifically um Not difficult to do in the show, but I don't know why they'd put that in the show if it's not in the game, Um, but let's start at the very beginning of the show we're not doing a full recap of the episode if you want that go listen to grace and Mike who talked about it right after the episode aired on Sunday. But at the very beginning of this episode, we have a scene added that is not in the game that is uh, two epidemiologists, a word I didn't know very well until about three years ago, um, talking to a a TV news host like on a daytime talk show maybe or something like that um, about potential for a virus or a pandemic or how that could possibly happen.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, it takes place in 1968, so quite a long time ago. Like you said, this isn't in the video game, and they're talking about the potential for some kind of pandemic caused by fungi. And I think we're gonna this word is gonna be important to us, like cordyceps. I think is mm-hmm. what they say. That seems to be a buzzword in the show, or maybe even the game. So we're gonna have to get to know that word a little bit more. Um, but they said that there's no treatment or cure, and so if there is a fungal infection. Um, They'll basically be able Normally they wouldn't be able to survive In humans because of the high body Heat but with uh, Global warming playing a part They will be able to and basically They are going to uh, Take over the body Right the human body and use it as A puppet which is horrifying Yeah Um, Mushrooms are pretty like gross Right fungus like no one likes the word Fungus Yeah Um, so, I don't know, to, is this better or worse for you than, like, your typical uh, Walking Dead-style zombie infection?
1: Uh, Hard to say. I didn't watch a lot of The Walking Dead. I watched about four episodes, and then I kept waiting for the women to do literally anything, and they didn't, yeah. and so I stopped. Fair. Um, I think you got the gist, though. I feel like <laughs> that's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, arguably... Well, what I learned on The Walking Dead is you can just shoot a zombie with a gun and then they're dead. So that doesn't seem that difficult to deal with, uh, which is another thing that was not that interesting to me. Um, That's the case here, too, I guess. But at the same time, I think it's a little more the transition seems to be a little more subtle um, from what we see with the Adlers next door. Like grandma's just hanging out there being kind of comatose. Uh, And like a you know a non-entity almost, and then all of a sudden she's running around the house attacking. Running,
0: okay. Let me tell you, that is like a huge difference. I know every uh, "quote unquote" zombie or apocalyptic type show has their own version of what these zombies or creatures or monsters or whatever you want to call them are going to do, how they're going to act, if they're fast, if they're slow, if they're going to like amble and just like moan. Let me tell you, running, Grandma, horrifying. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, because well, she's in a wheelchair, like they they could run away from her, right? She's not doesn't seem to be that mobile. The fungus gave her it, life.
1: Irrelevant, yeah.
0: She sprints, and it is horrifying. Um, it's truly a terrifying type of uh monster to be dealing with if they're going to run at you. Now, I know we know enough to know that there are different types, right? There is ones like clickers or something. There are some other type. um I'm not ready for right
1: clickers. Yet. I don't know what they are. I don't. I, I know I'm going to find out, but I don't want to know. Do you know
0: what it reminds me of? Said it reminds me of. Did you ever watch the movie The Grudge growing up? Like that? I think it was like teen years. No. Okay. Good. <laughs> I know you what it is. and do it. No, I did not. Years. Years of my life were spent terrified of the noise of like. Uh... And I feel like it's going to be very similar to that. I feel like we're going to get clicker noises that are going to haunt me for life.
1: Uh, no, thank you.
0: Yeah. But grandma, uh, uh, zombie grandma, was horrifying. Um, and yeah, so this is like a fungal infection. And we do, how did you, um, what were your opinions on them giving us more of the neighbors than we got in the in the video game? Because we don't know them at all in the video game.
1: Yeah, I thought it was interesting um getting kind of more of a general sense of their day-to-day normal life and then there being some stakes and Sarah getting a sense of what has happened here uh more clearly than you do in the game in the game it's just like she wakes up and her dad's not there um and he should be so that's scary enough especially if you're a younger kid um and then I think she can like hear people screaming outside, but doesn't really know what's going on. And you're controlling Sarah in the game. And I was like, I don't want to go outside. Um, yeah, I and like you could stay see here. <laughs> you could see like
0: explosions in the distance, right? There's like uh, there's stories on the news about um, really scary things, and then you see the explosion, and then you see it like out the window in the video game. Yeah. Um, I think you also hear dogs barking in the video game. You don't out and out see the. The dogs like you do in the show, which let me tell you that I was never happier in this entire hour and a half of the show than when that dog escaped, because I in most I think at this point we can say in most apocalyptic type of shows where you're having some kind of creature or monster, the dogs are the smart ones. The dogs can sense something is up. This dog knew something was up with grandma. Yeah. Cosmo does, too. (laughs) And uh i liked that i liked that we didn't get some version of a zombie dog this dog was able to the dog was noped right on out of there and i was like yes lassie go free thank everything
1: yeah they will like warn you because they can scent it and sense it in ways that humans cannot and it's like they know it's time to go um so get out of there thank you don't do this to me uh yeah But so talking about the gameplay a little bit um, more so than just from a story perspective, but from a mechanical perspective, you do start by playing as Sarah. um, And I was like, I don't what am I? Okay, I'm up. I'm walking around. What am yeah. I supposed to be doing? I don't really know. I would like to stay in the house. I would like to not leave the house. <laughs> um, and I went to the front door, but the front door wouldn't open. And I I am used to games that have, like, a little mini-map in the corner. And, right. like, right now I'm just in the house. But still, I was like, am I going to be go? given an go? objective? Am I going to ah. be told where to go? And the answer the entire time is no. Yeah. No, you're really not given
0: it's more of an explore at your own leisure type of situation. Um, I didn't have that tough of a time with this part. I was able to get downstairs and, you know, see the phone buzzing and you look at it and then immediately, you know, you kind of, I think there was like a noise outside, which I was like, Nope, not going out there. I'm in my PJs. Yeah. I don't have shoes on. I don't want to go outside. Um, and, uh, and at this point I think is when you go into the, the double, you go through the double doors and uh, Joel comes in. And this is one of the first time we see like an actual gameplay. uh, Joel and the whole neighbor confrontation where we get our first uh, our first zombie. I don't I don't even know what you call these people yet. Again, like apologies if we're not getting the terminology correct, because we haven't played that much of the game so far. So I don't know what we're supposed to call them, but an infected person.
1: Yeah, well, in. I think they're the infected, although someone said to me there's like different degrees of like an infected versus a not quite infected. I don't know. Um, I'm just going to go with infected versus not for now. Um, Yeah. And we have these, like I said, these stakes, right? Because now we've interact in the show. We've seen the neighbors. We've interacted with them. We know them a little bit. Um, Whereas in the game, uh, it's like, get in the truck. We're getting out of here. Uh, and Sarah wants to save people along the way. And Joel's like, we don't have time. We're not doing it. We're getting out of here. Someone else will come along and take care of those people. Yeah. We got to go.
0: The, the car ride, the truck ride, was one for one. It was, like, identical to the video game, yeah. which – For me, it was not super great because I get very bad motion sickness and being in the perspective of someone in the backseat of a truck was not fun for me. Um, But it was interesting that they included all of those things from the video game where we see like a house, like a farm house on fire. We pass these people that have a kid and he says someone else will come along and pick them up. Um, And I did think they did a great job at um, specifically Sarah wanting to be the one to help other people. And Sarah being very inquisitive and very concerned with what's going on right she is asking a lot of questions yeah um which i really liked and i feel like did translate well onto the screen um but this part was intense because it is like our first bit of survival mode kind of like action where we're going through the streets of boston or excuse me texas we're trying to get out and there's just people everywhere. And what did you think about the, the fake out Zed? Because you played the game first. So you got in the the car accident. Yeah. And then on the show, it seems like you're going to get into a car accident, but they, the car like screeches out of the way.
1: Yeah. So I thought that that was going to, it seemed like maybe the, the crash was going to take Sarah out that time. Mm -hmm. um because we there's like a quick shot and then Sarah's on the ground and I'm like wait are they not gonna like that's okay you don't have to shoot her but are you not gonna (laughs) shoot her yeah I thought maybe we'd lost her already um and I was like that feels like a big diversion from what is seemingly like a really iconic start to this game because this whole scene happens before the credits, the opening credits in right. the video game is this whole prologue with Sarah and then once uh she gets killed is when we see the credits and then 20 years later and I was like woof like what a start to like jeez yeah what a start to a game you know you just have this kid crying in her dad's arms as mm-hmm. she dies and it's so dark and it's just the light from the like military guys gun Mm -hmm. uh really brutal
0: yeah in the show they change it up and instead of this car crash we get this like massive plane crash which it just feels like they're like we got hbo money
1: why not yeah it definitely seemed like a lot more military intervention was happening a lot sooner on the show like there were there were planes flying like way too close um and crashing and it seemed a lot more uh like like the authorities were already hyper aware of what was happening compared to the video game where it feels like this is just starting to break out and people are just kind of trying to figure out what to do.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, d- I definitely felt that way as well. And um so we get like so again, I am for those who don't re- remember from our kickoff podcast um I am playing on easy mode. Um my whole uh, synopsis here was I I have played video games, um not a ton of video games in this style and I'm mainly here to gather the story information. I don't want to be punishing myself and killing myself constantly. Um this part of the game was fairly easy for me to run around and follow Tommy and I was able to avoid um getting attacked at all. There is one moment where There is, I'm trying to think, is it an ambulance crash? There's some kind of crashed car in the woods, and there are zombies there or infected people there that can attempt to grab you. I was able to avoid being grappled by any of them. Um, How did you fare in this part of the game? Were you able to get through unscathed?
1: Yeah, the getting out here was not difficult. Uh, I didn't have any challenges in the game until we got into... uh, the present day as it were mm-hmm. um the whole opening sequence felt more just like walk like walking through a cinematic yes. um that is like this is the the background of our story and then the game will start after these opening credits
0: yeah uh, so we get we get separated from Tommy differently in the in the show than in the um in the game but regardless we end up in front of this military person And uh, they and he we all of course at this point Sarah is injured she hurt her ankle in the in the car crash slash plane crash and we get this military person who is like immediately given instructions to take these two out Um, and I felt like it was so brutal to watch this because we all know like someone's not making it through. Again, in the first time I played, I thought Joel was the goner and Sarah would be the one. I've given that we had followed, and I think the show does a good job and the game does a good job of setting you up for that thought because we're playing from Sarah's point of view in the beginning. So you think we're just gonna stick with her um but what ends up happening is this guy sees these people and she's he's carrying her I assume the reason he's given instructions to kill them is because she's injured and they assume it is because she is infected and he takes his shot and I thought the show did a really good job here of like very much it's a one for one of of Sarah's death and oh my god like the screaming it's it's like such a brutal death. It's not a quiet death. Like it is loud. It is bloody. It is emotional. Um, and it was, it was hard to watch it twice.
1: Yeah. It's a lot, uh, playing this game and then watching the story again, uh, is tough. (laughs) Um, and I did say in the discord, I feel like the show is somehow even more grim than the video game. And I think that does have to do with, like, the extra time that we spend with Sarah, uh, I feel like makes yeah. it hit even harder when this moment happens, um, especially because for me, as I was watching the show, then I knew I knew what was coming in a way that I didn't when I was playing the game, because um, nobody had told me this is not Bella Ramsey. Um, so I was still uh, shocked um, Yeah, when she was shot, uh, shocked and shot for for you uh down the hatch listeners out there. Um yeah, it was it is really brutal.
0: It was really, really brutal. And thankfully Tommy is there to to kill the the military guy that's about to take Joel out. Um, but he's like, We gotta like we gotta go. Like we don't have the time. And we immediately smash cut from there to like 20 years in the future in the game. Like, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, there's a lot of dots to connect here, my friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, how did we end up in Boston, right? Like we're in the show, we're in 2023, which again we're like, why are you doing this to us? We don't need yeah, this. you in didn't our lives. have to.
1: You could, it didn't have to be specific years, and we would have been fine. Nope, <laughs> nope. So in the game, in the game, it's what 2033. I guess so. If if we're presuming that the the prologue of the game takes place in the present for when the game came out, which was 2013 uh and we're 20 years later yeah Yeah, 20 years later so still in the future so we could you know have a fungal pandemic in our future instead of in our present (laughs) the options are limitless and delightful yeah Um, yeah
2: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by law. 18+ terms and conditions apply. See website
0: for details. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com.
2: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
1: Yeah, so we're in Boston. And just to, you know, make things even more cheerful, Joel is like unloading dead bodies off a truck. Uh... Yeah, this was brutal on the show. Yeah, so they added this extra little scene here uh, with this kid who gets brought to a hospital-type place in a wheelchair. um, And he's strapped into it because they don't know if he's infected or not when he arrives at the city. And I think they tell him, we just don't want you to hurt yourself or whatever. Uh, And they scan him because now in the present day, they have this technology... Um, to scan people to see if they're infected or not, uh which is gonna come into play in a little bit um and they don't say anything, but we see the red screen that means he ain't gonna make it. red is uh, bad, red is always bad yeah, we know this much. they have not explained it to us. we can infer red's not good, yeah, um, and so then this the the nurse or whoever this attendant is at the hospital who's like receiving him looks him in the eye and lies to his face and is it was like horrible we're gonna give you some medicine and then we'll get you all the food that you like and some new clothes and toys and like everything's gonna be okay and i imagine they're euthanizing him when oh they yeah they give him that him shot right after that uh cut to this body of this kid on a truck full of dead bodies um and here's where we meet tess Uh, And Tess is like, I can't, I will not. Um, And so we see Joel lift the body of this kid into like the the burning pit of infected bodies. And I was like, again, this was not in the game. And we've just added more like really grim content to the show.
0: I think they wanted to immediately set the stakes and also let you know that this new version of Boston is no joke. Like they are things are dire. They are very, very strict. Right. This is a military state um, and people will not be given second chances. Yeah. and so I thought it was a very good job of, like, setting up the world if you haven't played the video game. Because uh, for us, who got to run around Boston and explore a lot of Boston in the game um, and kind of hear snippets, right? We we see different moments where there are people being shot in the street. Um, we hear whispers of the fireflies um, and, you know, like a radical kind of um, group, uh, like, uh, you know. I think they did a good job of setting up like what exactly the state of the world is in a few short scenes, which again are very devastating, um, and I think are important to set us up for like Joel's relationship with children because we're gonna have him interacting with Ellie. Um, But yeah, of course, it's like why do you do this to me, show? Like this poor little kid. You found the cutest kid possible, and then just offed him. It was terrible.
1: Yeah, it's I mean it's very effective. It's awful <laughs> because it's effective. Yeah. Um so th- they do accomplish a lot in a very short span of time here. Uh and this is where we meet Tess and we're hearing these rumors about the fireflies and in the game I was like is that a rebel group? Are they supposed to be the bad guys because they sound like the people I want to be friends with because what else is new? They're against yeah. the authorities, they're against the military state. That's that's who I want to hang out with.
0: Yeah. And in the game, we spend a lot of time dealing with Robert um, because we meet Tess, who in the game, I will say, I felt like it was very ambiguous, Tess and Joel's relationship. It wasn't obvious to me that they were romantically linked. Um, right. In the show they made it very obvious Like she climbs into bed with him And like snuggles into him So I felt like it was more overt in the show But we spend a lot of time With Tess and Joel um, Trying to get back they, they, they change it in the show Where in the game it's guns um, yeah. They have these guns Robert was supposed to Sell them these guns Instead he, he sells them off To, to someone else And so they have to go make Robert pay.
1: Yeah. Uh, And let me tell you, tracking down Robert was a whole ordeal for me. Um, So I'm playing on normal mode, which is a little more challenging than easy. Yeah. um, But is not hard or survivor or grounded mode because there are so many ways you could make yourself miserable with this game. Um, Yeah. But the challenge for me wasn't even like fighting off the zombies for the or the infected for the most part. It was literally finding Robert. no, i was I had
0: a very similar experience where this entire portion of the game is really like s- s- meant to teach you the mechanics of like how to jump, how to like, pull on chains to make doors open and like move um,
1: ladders and stuff,
0: move ladders, gather materials, right? Uh, all of those things. You know, let me tell you the hardest time I had with the game. Anytime they put me in the dark because I got to put my flashlight on. And there were times cause my husband watched me play the game. He's played the oh. game. I used him as like a, you're going to help me if I get stuck in a pinch because I'm going to get frustrated. There were so many times and I had played this portion once before, where I couldn't find the hole that I was supposed to crouch down and crawl through.
1: Yeah. And so
0: many times. Like you you gotta make it more obvious for me, game, because I was lost. And I would get, I don't know about you, I had I had very without a mini-map, like you were saying, I had a very tough time orienting myself in the buildings I would like backtrack a million times because I would go in like a drawer and gather a bunch of the gears and then I'd stand up and be like okay wait where was I just and where do I need to go next
1: yeah I was like oh okay I came down some stairs oh there's the stairs again oh I'm back at the stairs yeah Uh, I have a hard enough anyone who's watched me play on twitch knows I have a hard enough time keeping track of where I came from and where I'm going with a mini map um it's just like not the way my brain works when I'm playing a game, uh, so to not have one is just like painful. I'm. Do you think uh, we'll ever get
0: one? I mean, I guess because no. we're going across country, we're not. We're not going to be in the same
1: place twice, right? Yeah. So I, guess- I did. I did specifically ask. I was like, "Is there a button I push that makes a map come up?" Because I, when I first yeah. played remake, I was doing it without a mini map for a while because I just didn't, you know. didn't know there was one. Uh, and I don't think I would have ever finished the game if I had had to continue playing it that way. Um, but I don't think we're getting one, and that's going to be brutal. Um, it's very
0: tough. I'm not very good at navigation in life, in video games. <laughs> in anything, especially when, I mean, we'll say like to the game's credit and of course the, the show's credit, really great world building in terms of like, when we're exploring these abandoned buildings, they, it's, it's a sad situation, you know, like things look dire. Um, I'm surprised there's, I mean, for me on easy mode, there's tons of gears and little shiv making supplies and med kits everywhere. Um, but uh, very dire situations in a lot of these buildings that we're in.
1: Yeah, and I'm also used to uh movement mechanics of like if you have to cry if you're moving forward and you have to crouch to go through something, the character will crouch and go through it. Uh, so there were definitely a number of occasions where I was like, oh, I have to press the button. Um, Same.
0: The buttons. Learning. How are you faring at? I mean. You tell me, I'm not sure how much experience you have playing PlayStation. I grew up on Nintendo. So for me, the buttons are the opposite of what they should be. Like, A is not in the same place that that your main button would be on the- It's
1: the reverse. Yes. Yeah. Uh, X and Circle are the reverse of A and B on the Switch, for instance. Yeah. which I know because I went through a period of time where I was streaming PlayStation and Switch games simultaneously. Oh, no. And that is a muscle memory mind F. Uh, currently, my issue is that in, uh, in Final Fantasy VII Remake, Circle is dodge. So I keep trying to dodge things and I'm just crouching and uncrouching instead. Yeah. Um, I also keep pressing square and accidentally punching nothing. Oh, I've um, done that
0: a million times, yeah. Yeah, which My- not helpful. Sometimes I just stand up <laughs> in
1: front of an enemy because I'm doing it yes! totally wrong. Uh, uh,
0: when I am supposed to be stealthing and crouching, so many times I have accidentally stood up. The biggest hurdle for me personally is, uh, for those of you who play PlayStation, you know it's like L1, L2, L3, and then the same on R, left and right. Um, I don't know the difference between any of those. And so... <laughs> I am, I, I always like, cause L1 to me means the the y button, but that is not the case. No, I don't think. And so nine times out of 10, I am trying to do the little move where you lean up against a wall and you can sense cause he has like actually has oh, like some kind yeah. of sensory
1: here he, like, really well. Is and what you we're can tell where it. the bodies yeah. are.
0: Instead of doing that, I turn my flashlight on and off a bunch, which is super <laughs> fun and helpful and definitely will not get me killed in the future. Um, I am having a very tough time learning the, me- learning the mechanics and getting them into my memory. And hopefully my muscle memory will kick in at some point. I'm going to have to avoid playing Nintendo for a very long time to kind of learn these mechanics, I think. Yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's like I'm trying to sneak up on the guy and I want to hit triangle to grab them. And that's just not what happens. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just going to have to punch you a lot. Because uh, this is where we are now. And, <laughs> and there's no getting yeah. out of it. Um but getting to Robert, my challenge was literally just figuring out where he was in this like shanty town of, of, yeah, sta- of like market stalls, I guess. Um, and people in the chat were like, he's by that other guy. And I'm like, okay, I've been by all the guys. Yeah. I need I need more information than this. And I'm getting trolled. And people are like, oh yeah, it was my favorite part of the episode when Joel just stood around in a circle for 10 minutes. And I'm like, well, what do you want from <laughs> me? I'm doing my best here.
0: Yeah, um, I think I fared a little bit better in that aspect. Uh, luckily, uh, you have the Twitch chat to help you. I have my husband who's played the game sitting next to me. So if I really get in a pinch, I'm I'm like, you got to tell me what direction to go. And like, I'm getting annoyed right now. I've talked
1: to all these people and they're all just yelling at me. So, uh, yeah, I was surprised back of a bus. Okay, great.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was surprised there wasn't more interaction with randoms, to be honest. Like I felt like a lot of this portion of the game was spent hiding and stealthing and learning like, oh, if you throw a beer bottle or a brick, You can get them um, like distracted, which let me tell you, I find that more difficult
1: than anything else. I would much rather just pick them up. I was like, no, thank you. Me too. I was like, I didn't want to accidentally throw them when I didn't mean to. And
0: and aiming when the throwing very complicated for me personally. But uh, I was very annoyed because I'm very much the the hunter gatherer. I want to check every drawer because if there's supplies, I'm gonna need them because I'm bad at the game. So I know I'm gonna burn through all my shivs and I'm gonna need a million med kits to save my life. Yeah, and every time I'd walk up, it was always a freaking brick or a beer bottle. And I'm like, I don't need another one of these stupid things. Also, I think you can only hold like one you brick can. at a time. Which, how, how how are you gonna tell me? I, can, I have pockets. I could shove an extra one in there.
1: Yeah, I'm a man. I have lots of pockets.
0: Men have so many pockets and I am playing as a man, let me have the pockets. But no, they don't give me the extra pockets. And I agree though. It was the this whole part portion of the game was dedicated to learning mechanics and learning how to stealth. And I got better at stealthing. I want to say um I don't know. How about you? Like did you struggle with trying like how many times were you able to just choke someone out versus having to end up fighting them?
1: uh i got pretty good at that fairly quickly it was more keeping track of how many guys there were because i'd be in the middle of taking one guy and two more guys would show up um and i also i thought the bottles were going to be molotov cocktails based on every other game i've ever played so i'm throwing bottles trying to set things on fire and then nothing happens that would have been Uh, so much fun more fun Yeah. So my like main point of reference for like an action game rather than an RPG is Far Cry 3. So when I'm playing on Twitch, I'm like in Far Cry 3, this is what would happen. Or this is the mechanics that I wish it works like this. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely how I've been operating playing this game is like... In Far Cry, I'm a great sniper. I love hiding in quarters and taking people out who don't know I'm there. Because if I have to fight you, I'm like face-to-face, I'm probably going to lose. Uh, so please let me just shoot you without you even knowing I exist. And, then, and that's great. You look around. I'm not there. I'm 50 feet away up a mountain. Uh, that's a little more difficult in this game. Because my aim with a gun is bad. Uh, yeah. and it's like really hard to shoot at them without them being able to see you. The problem um, is I
0: take too long, right? Yeah. Like I found that, um, I was decent at the stealth thing. I'm going to blame Tess here and say she sucked at the stealth thing because she always seemed to be the one to get us caught. And I, I had the same issue you did where like, I, I thought there was just one in the area and then there were two other guys who ran up at which point the fists are coming out and we're just straight up punching these people to death. Um, but my shooting needs improvement, I will say, um, because I had the same issue where I would stand to shoot and I would try to aim for their head to get the one shot. Cause you know, if you shoot them in the head, that's it. Whereas yeah. if you shoot them in the body, it's going to be like at least four different shots. And I'm like, I got to conserve bullets. We're in a, we're in a state of emergency here, yeah.
1: limited resources.
0: Yes. And, um, I'm not very good at shooting. I will say I didn't, uh, die at any point in this, I don't think in this part, um due to being shot maybe once but uh i did get two headshots during the entire this entire one portion we played <laughs> uh-huh. i have gotten two headshot kills which i think is commendable um it feels good uh probably everyone is laughing at me being like you idiot that is nothing but for me two feels nice so that's how i fared
1: yeah listen we're doing our best here okay uh no one said we were good at video games we just are playing the video game exactly um that's always what I say on Twitch I was like I'm not here to be an expert I'm not here to tell anyone how to do anything um I am just here to play and and hope for the best uh
0: yeah yeah,
1: I got some good shots in as well here in the docks eventually um but it was definitely a challenge. I think I had to go. It took me three tries to get through the docks, maybe. And in contrast, I often hid while Tess was fighting, and I was like, "Great, you kill them because you team. Took- this yeah. is this is not an escort mission. I don't have to keep you alive. You're yeah. alive because you're an NPC. This is so, plot uh, armor for you, NPC. I'm gonna help when I can, but you fight. You have a good time, uh, and I'll shoot guys while they're distracted fighting you. This is fascinating.
0: I took the opposite approach. Tess was nothing to me. I was like, "You are pretty useless. I'm going to do all this work myself and you will help out where needed." But there were moments where I would be sneaking and taking people out on the mission to get Robert, and Tess would be the one who would get us caught. And I'm like, "Girl, do you see me sneaking? Do you see me do you see the crouch position? This means sneak mode, okay? Crouch means sneak and you're shooting and if I'm you're, being crouched, loud, you're crouched." <laughs> yeah and you're being loud and you're getting us caught and I'm pissed so uh that was that was tricky I also struggled with the remembering how to jump over items where you have to like run and and oh, do you like, like the vault you yeah. vault over things that was like tricky but overall I did die at one point um where you are with one of the fireflies uh later on when you're when you're trying to kill people but Finding Robert is the tricky business that again, we we straight up skip over in in all of the, the the show. We're we're not finding Robert. Robert is just he's there.
1: Yeah, the show skipped all of the things that were difficult for me about playing the
0: video game. Yeah, and you're like, this is rude. This is rude because I spent a very long time on this portion and we just are skipping straight over, yeah. it, which I will, to be fair, probably not as entertaining to watch on TV as it is like watching someone, uh, be bad at it or struggle with it on Twitch. Yeah, but do you
1: want to see those fights and the struggles and the challenges of like, because it, this is the thing. It was not the infected that I had a hard time fighting. It was the, like, you know, the guards. Yes. The I guards said this were my to issue. everyone.
0: I have said this to everyone. Give me all of this. Zo- oh, no, I shouldn't. Say- I'm going to I'm going to regret saying this. Give me all the infected. The cops are what terrify me. And you want to know why the cops have guns and guns right. are scary and I don't want to be shot. Um, I am I would much rather get my hands dirty and punch someone or shiv someone uh, or strangle someone and hit them with a, a piece of wood with some nails in
1: it oh that was really satisfying
0: and it breaks too that yeah that was very satisfying i
1: will whack you with this two by four
0: yeah take a two by four (laughs) until it breaks yeah the shooting is not for me as much but i I have a feeling that both of us are gonna have to improve our shots um to to have any chance at surviving this game because it's only gonna get worse from here i can imagine
1: well, and I think I will. Uh, it is definitely part of it is the muscle memory of the the button commands of this particular game. Because every game has their own set and they're never the same. Yeah. Like, is triangle interact or is square interact? Are you pressing X? Are you pressing circle? Like, what are we doing? Um, so we'll get there. The thing that I really miss from Far Cry, and people are going to get tired of me making comparisons, but it's the game I have to compare it to. Uh, is in Far Cry you had a camera and you could tag your enemies using the camera and then you knew where they were Oh, which is like you know a made up video game mechanic that makes no sense in like the physics of real life but meant at least even if you couldn't see them it's like okay well I know there's five or six guys and I've gotten two of them yeah, uh, so I can keep track that they're like around (laughs) Uh, in this case it's like especially in the sprawling docks I by the second or third time I was doing it, I was like, all right, I'm going to go get this guy first and then I'll go get that guy and I'm going to drag them and I'll hide them because I don't want to raise suspicion because that Wait, can you, happen and you, you can, can drag, drag them. the bodies. Yeah, when you're when you've got them in when you grab them before you strangle them, you can move them for a little bit. Oh, uh, that so I, I kept... thought
0: you meant like drag a dead body. You meant oh, okay, no, no, I no. see what you mean. You mean like yeah, pull them into I would, them I would grab them.
1: them and pull them into a shipping container and strangle them in there so that they're not just lying out in the open. You're i are so know much that's smarter than me.
0: I was just I, like, I'm focusing on the strangle, just got a one one body at a time mentality. Yeah.
1: I don't know if it's a mechanic in this game. Um But what I have learned from Far Cry is like, you don't just leave the dead bodies out in the open because if somebody sees them, they're going to, that raises suspicion. And then they're out looking for you. Yeah. Um, So if you just quietly strangle a guy in a shipping container, nobody knows anything's even happened. Yeah. So that was my move. That's
0: a, that's an excellent move that I might try to implement moving forward. Um, And uh, around this time is when we meet Marlene, Um, who is – we get a lot more – I feel like a lot more from her in the show where we know she is, um, like, head of this chapter of the Fireflies. Um, She is injured uh, when we meet her. In the show, it's a bit different because Robert is already dead and we don't kill him. Um, Yeah. And, again, in the the show, they're looking for a car battery – versus guns that is what the trade
1: is right um uh there's also this moment where like joel goes to see a guy whose job is like sending and receiving messages like he must um i guess there are a handful of communication towers right uh and there's like you know uh it's a challenging process it would seem because you have to wait in a really long line to send a message skip it or find out if you've received a message. Yeah, Joel just walks in because he's special.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but he yeah, special I think this is syndrome. this is just the way of the show being, or the, the game being like, hey, uh, Tommy is gone. And um, we know that Tommy at one point joined the Fireflies, which we now know to be like a rebel organization. Um, and this is just their chapter in Boston. Um, and we know that they've been like, uh setting off like bombs and stuff and like basically working to distract the military and uh yeah so they want in the game Marlene wants the guns in the show Marlene wants the the car battery and we get a lot more we learn a little bit more of some of the the players in this firefly group in the show um but the whole reason that they need it is left a mystery up until we meet Ellie Um, who they're trying to sneak out of Boston. And now I was a little confused though, because maybe this is my stupidity, but I was like, okay, but why are they trying to contain people in the, in the bot? Like, let them leave. Like you want to go great less food. We need to give you less ration cards. We have to give out. I guess uh, the thought is they'll get infected and then have to fight them later or something. But Yeah,
1: so they have these quarantined zones, and it seems like you can't move between the zones. Yeah. Like, whatever zone you're in, that's where you stay, and you will be there forever. Uh, no one's going anywhere anymore, and it is, like, a wilderness out there. Um, right. And, and you've got to stay inside right and so
0: joel wants to leave because he wants to find tommy who was last like heard of in wyoming um it's been like a few weeks or something and uh so that was why in in the show joel and tess had purchased a car battery in order to like get the battery in the car and and leave um whereas in the in the Game, Joel and Tess seem to be dealing in contraband, most more specifically guns, and that's how they get double crossed by Robert. So we end up killing Robert because honestly, screw Robert, like he's a jerk anyway. He ends up dying um and all that
1: work for what?
0: yeah, I mean, who I mean, it was honestly, it very much felt like this is how you will learn how to play the game. Robert is yeah. the first mini mini boss essentially. Um, that you have to get to. But in the whole process, we meet Marlene, who is attempting to get Ellie out of Boston. Um, yeah. They want to get her the sh- across the country.
1: In the show, I feel like this gets made more clear because we have this conversation that I think we don't get in the game, um, where uh, we find out Marlene was the one who put Ellie in the, like, Fedra school uh
0: right yeah it is definitely more clear in the show now i don't know we might learn this information the more time ellie spends with joel like it's possible she could reveal that later on
1: in the game yeah Um, and marlene she she asks marlene why a firefly would put her like in a fedra institution when they're enemies and marlene says because it's where you were safest until you decided to sneak out um I really like Marlene. I, I was like, not totally clear on Marlene in the game, but I really like her in this episode of the show. Um, she also says, uh, You fight for 20 years, you're not a rebellion, you're just spray paint, which I thought was a really good line. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, kind of a really clear picture of the mentality that she's at at this point of like, she's been trying to do this for so long uh, and not succeeding. Um And so this is yeah. it, it, it's it's almost like this is a breaking point and maybe getting Ellie out is part of part of that.
0: It's it's very much like Ellie is the bigger picture because of what we find out later, which is that she got bitten. She got infected, but she uh survived and she is not turned or whatever phrase you want to use.
1: Right. Which is supposed to happen within two days. And she's had that. Uh, infection for three weeks right
0: and so the the deal is they're gonna uh, as long as tess and joel get ellie out of town uh, they'll give them uh, again the gun slash uh, battery they'll give them the goods um and like the other this other chapter of fireflies has been instructed that as long as ellie gets there safe and sound they'll give them basically whatever they want because I believe in the show it felt more explicit in the show that like there uh, there could be some type of like scientists working on a cure and Ellie is going to be like uh, integral to that situation.
1: Right. Because she seems to have we would imagine some kind of like genetic mutation or something that is making her resistant to the virus. Exactly. So um the fungus, so- I guess it's not a virus. I don't, I'm not a scientist. Yeah. Don't, don't at me. Um,
0: what I, I mean, I think in the, I felt like they did a really good job, um, in the game and in the show at setting up who Ellie is like personality wise, Bella Ramsey feels like perfect casting. She's a very spunky, precocious teenager, um, who, uh knows nothing um besides this life um she was born during all of this right It's been going on 20 years so she was born in the middle of all of it um only knows this life we don't know really like her parents are long gone we don't really know what happened to them um and uh voiced by ashley johnson in the in the video game who is of course anybody who watches Critical roll knows her very well um but I really loved the beginning interactions. I thought of uh, played very well. I thought the chemistry was really on point. Well, with Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey. And uh, I really liked the scenes in the game. And of course in the show where we're just meeting um, to Ellie for the first time. And they're kind of like hanging out in the apartment, waiting to get the, the go ahead to attempt to get Ellie um attempt to get Ellie out of town where Joel is kind of playing babysitter. Um, I thought it was really interesting that they added in because to my recollection it didn't happen in the game. I could be wrong maybe I missed something the the thing about the music mattering, right where it's like 60s, 70s, 80s, or sorry 70s 80s, 90s maybe whatever type of music played oh, on the radio yeah. meant something. I
1: don't think that was in the game. She finds that like big, book of like code or something yeah um because in the game it's literally just they go in that room and she's like what are you doing and he's like i'm killing time and she's like what am i supposed and she, to do yeah he
0: like takes a nap and like so that's i i don't know if that's meaningful for later on or if it was simply uh a mechanic to if it was a brilliant job by the the show to add incorporate music obviously but also to have that be the way they play us out of like you in danger because it's a bad song it's like a 70s song which means danger danger um so I really liked that incorporated into the show and I was wondering if I had missed something in the video game where that was evident
1: no it definitely wasn't in the game and I didn't totally follow it in the story but that's fine or in the show rather we'll figure it out uh it'll make sense eventually maybe um yeah so we're gonna head out with joel and ellie and marlene and we're nearing the end of the the episode here as we're like making our break and we're gonna get to this moment where the three of them are captured or caught uh by the authorities and they scan uh tess and joel and they both come up green and i could tell what was coming here i was like oh there's no way um She can't let this happen. And we get our first big moment from Ellie where she shives the guy in the leg uh, because she's going to scan red because she has this infection.
0: Yeah. Uh, I like the change from game to show as well where in the game when it comes up as infected, it's like a green light or a green background with like positive written in like red. I liked it better in the show how it was just like green means good. Red means bad um but uh yeah this was interesting i didn't when i was playing the game um for the first time without having seen the show i wasn't expecting it i i figured ellie is nervous she wants to get out of there she shivs the cop because she doesn't know what else to do um uh, but i thought this was fascinating where she has been uh infected a few weeks ago but she is still fine this was the part of the game i struggled most with um We are after we get rid of this one cop, we are now fleeing from an entire uh, bunch of cops and we are uh, hiding behind things, attempting to get out of the city. Uh, I struggled most with this. You have to like stay out of the spotlights, which I had an easy enough time doing. But the part where you're no matter what, you're going to run into cops was the hardest part for me because they're shooting me from a distance. So shipping them or strangling them is very tricky um, and figuring out where to hide. I, I died a few times in this specific section.
1: I think I stopped playing right before this moment. This is like we got away from the one and then I knew we were going to be running away. And I was like, all right, if I can stop here, then I think this is where I'll stop because that's where the chat said I should stop. So I have not fully it sounds like I have a bit of a fight. Coming yeah, directly ahead of me, right. So after the
0: reason this. I played through this part was simply because the way we end the show is with the image of the city of Boston and the buildings kind of tilting in on, like Leaning Tower Pisa style, right? Like leaning in on each other, um, covered in greenery. And so knowing that that part was like I hadn't gotten there yet, I continued. Uh, you know, similar. It really, I don't know that it's that different i feel like the show they skip over this portion they're able to just escape they don't really have to fight a bunch of people so i think it's a slight difference in the show and the video game um but yeah this is where we end up where they have escaped the quarantine that they're in um but they're now going to be dealing with what seemingly they're going to be dealing with um, more of the infected versus dealing with the the cops, at least in the immediate future. Um, so we'll see where we where we go from there. What are your biggest, I guess, hurdles that you think you're gonna have going forward in the game at least uh, for the time being?
1: Well, I'm just so curious, like, I guess in the show they're going to Wyoming in in the game, I don't necessarily know, Where we're headed, so I don't don't know if now we're gonna be like outside for a long time, and is it now like you know, we're traveling, we're pitching camp, we're fighting off infected? Like, I don't know what outside of the quarantine zone is really, and we've only been inside of it so far, uh, so it's really hard to predict what the next portion of the game is going to be like um for final fantasy folks it's a little bit like you know getting out of midgar into the world map territory maybe it's going to be like my pet's fighting right next to me
0: (laughs) i think um because we do hear in both the show and the game um when you're trying to escape like the cops them saying like oh they're the infected's problem now or the infected will get them don't worry about it so i'm gonna guess that the next bunch of chapters are going to be dedicated to us learning how to fight the infected now, because we really haven't had a ton of opportunities to do that thus far. Like we saw one that was like real nasty, like stuck up on the wall. Right. Like we've seen a variety of stages of them a little bit where we have the ones that have been like, or they can't even do anything at this point. They're just mushroom. Um,
1: yeah, so, I had to fight a few of them in the like in the initial um getting to Marlene, I think. Like before Robert, before getting to Robert, right. there were a few of them inside that I had to fight. Uh, we also see that one guy who's like, don't leave me here to turn. Oh, we have to just shoot him. Yeah, I, I was like, okay, I'll rescue you. And the game was like, no, you will shoot him. I, this is the I only was, option that you have.
0: Yeah, it was really mean. The show, the, the game was just like, no, you have to shoot him. That's, that's I, the game. You I have get to do that it. it's
1: a mercy killing, but that was not my immediate instinct. And I was like, oh, this is where we are. Okay. Yeah, but I
0: feel like the next portion of the game is going to be more dedicated to like this. And this is how you kill the infected um, because we're now going into- A portion of the city where I can't imagine we're gonna be running into like a ton of cops. Um, But again, uh, what what do I mean? Like
1: they're out there. They stay inside and make sure people don't go out and infected don't come in. Exactly. But they're not out there like mitigating the problem, as far as I can tell.
0: Yeah, which in my opinion, bring it on. I would much rather be dealing with the infected than dealing with the cops, let me tell you, Um, because the cops have guns. And the infected, uh, while they may come in waves of a lot of them, they're not shooting at me. So I feel like I stand a better chance. I'm much better in one-to-one, hand-to-hand melee combat than I am at shooting at people. Um, So we'll see. We'll see how all that goes. But so far, so good. I think I'm doing a decent job. I think the hardest part for me is going to be learning what button does what and not turning my flashlight on when I should be crouching. Because I've also heard that can alarm some of the, the infected and get them to attack me so that should be very fun
1: yeah seems like that would be uh, a, a big improvement like once we get over those initial game mechanic hurdles hopefully we'll be in better shape um, but that's about it for us this week I think that's what's that's what's going on in the game uh, next week we will cover episode two uh, infected that's the title the title there of the you go, infected. Is- infected um what could possibly go wrong (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's what we will cover next week and we will cover whatever in the game happens in that episode we don't know that's kind of the whole point Mm -hmm. um so that is it for us this week on the last of us first playthrough podcast jess what else do you have going on
0: uh, you can hear me on Community Building Weekly with Josh Wiggler talking through season five of Community. If you're a big Community fan, we've covered all the other seasons already, so go check all of that out. Um, I am still covering National Treasure, Edge of History with Marissa. That show is a hot mess express, but it is so much fun to talk about it every week, so you don't even have to watch the show. Just listen to the podcast um, and, of course, you can always hear me on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me uh, talking Dawson's Creek with Sarah Ferguson, as well as some other bonus content. We did just cover Thelma and Louise, which was a lot of fun. And we have more coming up in February. So uh, you could follow me at the Just Sterling on Twitter, of course. Always find me in the Patreon Discord. I'm always hanging around in there. What about you, Zed?
1: I am here. This is my podcast. It's the one and only right now. And other than that, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Hard Rock Hope, where I am playing The Last of Us live on stream on Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I found lots of new folks last week. People are excited about this game. They're excited about the TV show, which is great. So come hang out with me there. Uh, Otherwise, I am on Twitter at Hard Rock Hope, and I'm still playing Final Fantasy. If you're if you stuck through this long uh, listening to this in the Final Fantasy feed, you're like... But this isn't Final Fantasy. Uh, I hear you. I love Final Fantasy too. I'm still playing Final Fantasy on Twitch. Um, you can hang out with me there and still get your Final Fantasy fix, even if I'm not talking about it on a podcast every week. Uh, so that's it for us at the Jess Sterling at Hard Rock Hope. We will see you next week here on the Last of Us First Playthrough Podcast. Until then, stay safe. Don't eat mushrooms. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.